Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I can't believe it's over. I can't believe it's true. I can't. No, too much? Okay. Sorry, Fine. trying to be happy here today, but it isn't a happy day. Good evening. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are around the world. Greetings to the Manchester United Red Cross. My name is Eddie Nestor. Uh, my duty to bring you sad tidings, unfortunately, I've got a whole gang. A gang of people uh, with me, ready, willing and able, lining up to give Manchester United and the crabs to kick the ball sideways a good old kicking. Uh, we've got the Chancellor over there, the man with the money, the accountant, Dave Collins, looking like Moses. Any redder, you're going to explode, mate. I know, I'm fuming this weekend. OK, well, there you go, Rob. <laughs> you, look, you look like an angry man. One day we're going to take a picture. I'm ready to let go. Let them see what Mr. Angry looks like. Exactly. Uh, Robert Meekin is normally the mild-mannered man who defends Wayne Rooney. Apparently the Chinese are interested in him. Let him fuck off and go is what I say, but that's probably not the right uh, kind of uh, thing to be saying in front of a brand new guest, so I do apologise for my language. Robert Meekin, good evening to you. Good evening. <laughs> We've got Mark Vanderpump, uh, who's here, uh, fresh from discoing across the road on his way to Hackersan. We're glad that you found parking <laughs> space and you could be with us tonight, Mark. It's lovely to be here. And, and a brand newbie who uh, we should be uh, on our best behaviour for, a man who's played professional football uh, himself, not for Manchester United, but West Bromwich Albion, which is a lot higher up the leagues than we'll ever get, uh, but a lifelong Man United fan. Uh, Rob Davis, thanks so much for coming in. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. It's a pleasure. We're, we're, we're going to start with you, because, you know, we've been doing this, what, five, six years now, this Long podcast. Time. And I think even in the days of David Moyes, I think this is perhaps about as low as we feel. And, and, and you know, it's ridiculous because we're up there genuinely with a chance of winning the Premiership. So why does it feel as though we're Chelsea, Rob? I don't know. I think the expe- expectations are high. Um, obviously, the money spent in the summer um, and, and club of Man United stature, people expect us to do better than what we are. Um, I think even looking across the team now, it's trying to find that individual that's going to give us that spark as well. Um, to the days of with, with the Moyes era, should I say, it wasn't. It looks like we're going back, back and not forward. 
So that's probably what's frustrating for or, everyone. Or sideways. Apparently 70-odd uh, passes before we take a shot, which is 20 yeah. passes more than any other team in the Premiership. But how... I'm going to press you on it because I know everybody else is going to have a good old shout. Yeah. And you're new. And you'll probably be much more shy about shouting when you hear Dave and uh, Rob go for it. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. We have conceded fewer goals than any other team in the Premiership. We've yeah. got a central defender who's imperious, a goalkeeper who's world-class in anybody's uh, books. We've got a 19-year-old who has, you know, been the one to perform. Why are we struggling so much? What's the problem? Can you, can you put your finger on it? I was say, looking at the stats, I think we've had um, 11 different back fours. So that in itself is... Not acceptable. I think if you want championship winning form, you've got to have um, continuity. You've got to have a strong, like you say, strong eleven. And obviously, one and two changes with injuries, we can at least we can bring in new players. I think from not only from a defence point of view, but I think even with Marshall up, up top, he's he's a 19 year old. It's his first season in the Premier League, and we expected so much last year with. Um, What's the name that the winger we got from Falcao? Di Maria. Di Maria. Maria. Yeah. Okay. So we spent a lot of money. On Either one of them. Yeah, of course. So it doesn't necessarily mean spending a lot of money. We're going to have instant success. So I think we've got too much expectations with Martial. Obviously, him scoring. Obviously, then people expected him to kick on from there. But you've got to realise this lad's come over. He's 19. I've lived in a foreign country at a young age as well. But he's got so much expectation on his on his shoulders. And it's not going to come overnight. No, it's not going to come overnight. And it's interesting when you hear Rob talk about uh, that, Robert Meekin, because last week so much was made of people going out there to express themselves, people going out there to have fun. And might I just point out before you start whatever tirade or nonsense it is that you have to start this week, Chikorito scored a hat-trick over the weekend. Yes, we've got this uncanny knack presently of, uh, of selling players who immediately find form as soon as they leave Manchester. But Di Maria has also been performing very well by all accounts. So it does add salt to the wounds when you hear that Hernandez is now turning into a player. We hoped he was going to be over the last couple of years. In terms of how you saw it, they had one thing at Bournemouth, those 11,500 fans and their players had one thing that we didn't have, which is a kind of a unity, a, a team spirit, more, more than the sum of their individual parts. They put on some show. They deserved it, didn't they? I think I think you, no one, you can't sort of really quibble, really. Bournemouth were good for that win, weren't they? I thought they, they performed really, really well. They played entertaining positive brave football all the, all the way through and uh, yeah they it could they could have beaten us by more let's be honest about it so we can't have any complaints i was, i mean at the same time from united's point of view we were starting with an amazingly green back four with, with, with the injuries that we had so, yeah, never played together in the premiership game before that back four so it was hardly surprising that they struggled in that regard although i would have to say i was slightly bemused even though i'm not some you know huge admirer of Phil Jones or Ashley Young that they were both on the bench when you'd imagine at the time of crisis we'd have been able to we should have possibly drafted them into the defence it would seem curious to me that they were both left out if they were fit enough to be on the bench why didn't they start in that defence yeah I mean lots of questions uh, being asked let me ask you one Dave yeah how did we lose that game mate philosophy what philosophy for me I don't see where the team is going you can talk about the amount of injuries we had but we spent 250 million pounds 
that you should have a squad that can cope with that. But then he's playing Action Jackson. I mean, Balfwick Jackson, and he's playing Varela on the other side. When, as as Rob's pointed out, you've got players on the bench that have a quality, you know, and have experience. And so you don't really want to be putting in young players when a team is struggling like it but is. But if you are as good as Man United, we are Man United, we do what we want. And if you are going to experiment, surely Bournemouth is the bloody team yeah, you're going not, to experiment Yeah, but not when we're against. struggling as we are. I mean, I think, I don't know if you would agree with me, Rob, you, you don't blood young players when you're a struggling team. You try to put them in when you're, you know, when you're playing well. It's really hard for them to come in in that environment. They That's came right. in against Wolfsburg as well. But I have to say, the early goal, which, you know, it was, I don't know if it was wind or whatever, the goalkeeper got it, it went into the goal actually gave I put us on the front foot I think actually at some point because I think, I think we played too badly in the first half actually mm. I think we had to go out and try and get that goal back but I think the team are playing with absolute fear they're scared of that manager they're scared to make a loose pass to sh- have a shot on goal that goes missing and they've, they've been stifled their creativity has been stifled and this is now it's got worse this hasn't improved I don't like looking at stats because you can play stats both ways but I think you, there's a stat about Moyes' time at the club and LVGs at the moment and in some areas Moyes' time is, there's, better, there's better stats but there's not a stat you want to hear like this that we've had in our last three Premier League games we've had one shot on target in the second half of each game that is not good so there's something not right and I said it on Twitter on the weekend I think uh, Van Gaal was the kind of manager we should have got in instead of Moyes to kind of steady the ship and rebuild it and he has brought a structure to the team we needed that we needed to build he's got rid of a lot of players and he's, he's, he is trying to build it and it's, I think the, it, defensively it's, it's okay when fit that's another question as well why so many injuries I've never known this over two seasons incredible but I think it's now time I think you can feel the momentum moving now and I think I personally think he should have asked for it he should have handed in his resignation after we got beaten by Wolfsburg I think they may not have taken it but I think he should have yeah, but because you, you, you that a, is you're, a joke you kind of reactionary no, emotional listen, to lose that game to, to draw that game at home at PSV and then go out like that is, is, is criminal yeah, really. but, yeah, and, and I get that Dave honestly I get that but Mark what you would have expected with an experienced manager and a top team what you would have respect, expected and we didn't get was a reaction mm. I think he started off great I liked him at the beginning but what has gone wrong it seems to me like there's training ground issues which may be why we have so many injuries are things going wrong there? Mm. Right at the, you know. Well, he's training them hard. I mean, they're, they're having to work really hard. But you, you want intense training. Yeah, they, they're, they're not enjoying the training as well. Again, Rob can tell us more about that as well. But I mean, they're complaining about the, the training. There's, it's, there's no fun. There's no fun element. It seems to be just about positioning, positioning, and playing. You know, to be working in a structure, and they don't seem to be able to be let loose. And you can see that on the pitch. And I'm not going to stand or sit here actually now and say we're not playing the United way because everyone, you know, every team plays different. Under Dave Sexton before he got sacked we won eight games in a row and he still got sacked because the style of football wasn't traditionally a United way now I understand the game's changed he's moved on can we play 4-4-2 anymore I don't think we can but it's so entrenched in this kind of not wanting to lose a game mm-hmm. but United mm-hmm. is about winning a game and I would prefer us to have what beaten 4-3 by Bournemouth but every time I watch it it's dull 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 it can't go on and I think we're in a false position at the moment because of the topsy-turvy nature of the Premier League at the moment, well, we shouldn't even be in the top four. Why? why do, we played the top teams. 
Come we're pl- on. We're pl- no, but we have. We have. I mean, look, Leicester are about to find out, right? Because Leicester are about to have a run of playing top teams. But, you know, we've had, we had West Bromwich Albion, West Ham, Bournemouth. Next, we, These are the games that you would expect Manchester United to exactly. put a run together. And we haven't. And that's over the last 10 games, we just haven't done that. And we've had so many opportunities to go to the top of the table in what is, as I said, a real topsy-turvy league. No one's really taking the ball okay, by the horns. R- and we're not r- doing it. R- Rob, let me... Put that to you. Nobody out there does. I mean, Dave's right. They don't look like they're having a good time. They don't look like they're enjoying their football. They don't look like they're working together as a team. Is that down to the manager? And what's Giggs's job in all of this? You falling asleep, Rob? Oh, you're talking to me. Call me Robert when there's a Rob there, for God's sake. You're going <laughs> to cause confusion. By the way, he does do this every week, even uh, when there's no Rob on. Yeah, he's, he's always <laughs> asleep. Sorry, Robert, let's go. Me, yeah. What, the players don't look... You're going to have to repeat. I thought Rob was going to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) They don't look like they're enjoying their football. They don't look like they want to be there. Yeah, but that's a pretty that's a pretty fickle state of affairs. When 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 it's not going, it, it doesn't take long. All it would take was for a good performance of players to start looking happier again for them to find form. And there's always that. People always throw it out. The players don't look happy. They're not playing with smiles on their faces when we're not playing well. But that can. That, I don't think I'm not too concerned about that. I think if we actually started to get a couple of if we won, for instance, our next two matches, I don't suspect you'd be hearing that argument being wheeled out at all. So our longest uh, spell without a win, I think, since 98. There are a whole... I mean, Dave doesn't like stats. I like numbers, and there are a whole host of them uh, that don't bear, bear fruit. Are we in a false position, Mark? No. We've put the, we've put the uh, effort in to get there. OK, we're having a run at the moment that's not good. But that seems to be something that's going on in the team that is giving us this bad run. And we're not gelling at the moment. We're not playing together. Injuries are not helping, obviously. I mean... As you say, with, there was how many under 19s or under 20s were there on the pitch on on uh, on Saturday? Um, who's Borthwick Jackson, by the way? <laughs> well, well, we've uh, Action Jackson yeah. uh, is somebody that's come in. In terms of the team spirit, though, you know, you don't win anything with kids is something that we all remember. Mm. It's a statement. So I think of, of all the teams in the Premiership, uh, the team that would welcome children, young people, uh, young adults, call them what you will, uh, is Manchester United. Because we've already proved that if you have a group that's talented enough, y- you can do it. But you That's know, the key word, by the way. <laughs> the yeah. talented bit. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also talented and being able to play within a system. As I remember Manchester United, Rob, this is for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get the ball up through the wingers and there are a plethora of those. All of us could name them. You get it up, you get it in there and you get it in there. Usually you have an old-fashioned uh, number nine as well and a very, you know, a flair number a 10 and an and a incredibly talented mm. number seven. No, none of those, that, that, that's not the formula for this team, is it? No, I think... Even for myself growing up, you look at the likes of Scholes, Beckham, the Neville brothers. Coming through, they always had an experienced player with them. I think if you look at the team against Bournemouth, the most experienced player there is the goalkeeper. So <laughs> there's not actually someone out there with them to, to grab them by the scruff of the neck and say, come on, what are we doing, boys? But apparently Smalling has been a lot more vocal this year, Dave. Yeah, well, that's fine. And you'd expect that because he's been given licence to do that and he's been there a while. But I think the difference you talked about 
that team who can't win in anything with kids they did have a lot of experienced players around them Brian yeah. McClare I remember Eric Cantona yeah. players Robson. like that but yeah. yeah but they were given licence to be creative these young players coming in now are mm. being stifled so you've got Jesse Lingard is a good player Martial is, I think he's, he's got the attributes to be a great player but the way they're playing he's not getting an opportunity so to be a young player in that team is really difficult I think to be an experienced player in that team is incredibly hard. I mean, you, a lot of you're, you're saying about Rooney going to China, but he's not suddenly become a terrible player. I think there's something happening within that format that's making him look even worse. There is players in that team that are not looking or playing the way they should play. I mean, I just think it's more to do with the manager and his style of management. I think he's quite old-fashioned yeah. and, and, and very similar to Ferguson I think this is the Premier League now in 2015 and you have to deal with players differently and I think he finds it very difficult to manage the modern player uh, you've got uh, Di Maria leaving after one season you know, dropped from the team did no arm around him you've got you know, he was, even Schweinsteiger in the week said he's not the player he, he turned around and said that Schweinsteiger's not the player he was he makes comments about players he doesn't exactly fill them with confidence and the team is riddled with you know, a lack of confidence at the moment and, that, and that's the issue last week the uh, pod was driven by one question Rob mm. that was who is the captain fantastic uh, who is uh, the Brian Robson who, who is the Roy Keane who is the Ferdinand. Who's our who's hero? The, I, say, I don't think who's the person that pulls everybody and says this me is not the way we yeah, play. I don't think there's anyone out there that I could say is an actual captain. I think either Carrick, Rooney, they're kind of forced into that position because they're the more experienced ones. Another one from from a confidence point of view is it's okay to throw one or two young lads in for a bit of experience. And they always used to say, right, make sure your first pass is good. Right, your first tackle, make sure you win that. Your first header. Well, the last seven games we've conceded first. So from a young lad coming in straight away, the expectation levels are high. And all of a sudden then you concede, you're up, your backs are up against it straight away. So if Van Gaal's not one of them to, to put his arm around a player and say, right, well, that, come that, on. Yeah, but that's why I was asking about gigs. Wasn't Schweinsteiger supposed to be uh, a, a rubber making the, the person who came in as the captain fantastic? He was, and I think it was understandable that we all felt felt he would be because he's been such a fantastic player for Germany and Munich. And he was, yeah, he ticks all the boxes of the sort of player we needed because we've been rambling on for the last three, four years that we haven't got that clever combative midfielder in the middle of the park to boss things. And he seemed, yeah, even though we all knew he would, he was, he'd crept over 30, he, he was, he, I think we were all delighted when he came. So far, it's been, we've probably seen a sort of 60% Bastian Schweinsteiger in fairness. I don't think he's done particularly badly recently. I think he looks like he's probably doing better. I just always, as I've said before, I get a bit concerned with that centre midfield pairing that when Van Gaal insists on playing both Schweinsteiger and Carrick, I think that look we talk about the team going sideways that looks very pedestrian and middle-aged for a midfield we play it like that well what about Schweinsteiger and Fellaini or Carrick and Fellaini like at the weekend I mean and leaving um leaving someone on the bench that cost £25 million I think yeah. you've got to question what he's doing at the moment yeah. and even mm. someone like Nick Powell I think he's a, he's a, I think he's a, he could be a quality player and he's had Absolutely. injuries yeah I agree he, to, Brick, to take Matter off against Wolfsburg and stick him on or to put him on and take Fellaini yeah. off where he, you know, he seemed to be our only out against Bournemouth he never touched the ball again it's, well. it seems very interesting you talk about Ryan Giggs what is his part what is he, his part in this back room because if he's part of this tradition of Manchester United yeah, he should be 
what we go on about. So he either he's either agreeing yeah. with the philosophy, or he's too scared to say, or he, he should walk away. I mean, he's had apparently he's been Swansea. Been, yeah, the Swansea job is coming up. Maybe he's just sitting there thinking, well, maybe I might get this job if I hang around a bit longer. But what, what's he doing in all but, of but, this? But here's the thing, right? Mark, what I'm getting is that the backroom staff, the managers, the people who—sorry, not managers—the people who bought the club. All the people in suits are very happy with our league position and the way that things are forming. They aren't panicking in the way that we apparently are about what is happening with Manchester United. Because that philosophy that you talk about, I'm not sure who's the flag bearer for it now. We know Fergie's somewhere around sitting behind a dugout. We know Bobby Charlton's there. But I'm not sure who the the flag bearer for Mm. the Manchester United way uh, is. Are you concerned about the way we're playing? Going back to the suits issue, we're still selling T-shirts in China. So they're happy. We're making money. And we're still making a huge income. So that's their responsibility to make the, to, for the club to make money. Yeah, it's only going to keep making money if the club's successful. There'll come a point you know, where it tails off if this keeps happening time and time again. And I think also, Van Hal's very... He, he, if he's in a room, he's got a lot of magnetism. You know, he, he, People like listening to him. And I think it's not just the press like listening to him or the players possibly, but I think someone like the board will like listening to him and kind of will just sit there and go, yes, Louis, less, yes, yes, we, we, we agree with you completely. And then it'll come a point where it's so dull that we end up finishing mid-table or outside the top four. Because ultimately, that could happen this season. We could finish outside the top four because it's really up for grabs this year more than ever. And if we carry on this style of play... and I I can't see how it can change. I don't see how can it change. How can we've been playing the same way all season and last season and waiting for this something to click and it's not? And my concern is it's going to be too late. We're overreacting. We're overreacting. But that's what we do. But on Saturday we only had four (laughs) regular people on, didn't we? Really? You mean mean, you're talking about the injuries? Yeah, I'm talking about the injuries. And as well as that, we're talking about Schweinsteiger being this captain figure. Well, he can't be if he's not playing and if he's not starting. Um, well, why wasn't he starting? Why, why wasn't well, Young starting? Uh, why didn't Jones start? And if Fellaino wasn't injured, and I don't think he was, the, the, the messages I was getting, he should be sacked. If Fellaini isn't injured and he's taken him off, he should be sacked. Phil Jones, so so yeah, you explain that. Later on, yeah. Um, listen, I, I get really nervous when the whole team depends on Fellaini to score a goal. If we haven't got <laughs> goals coming from anywhere else. Well, I'm serious. No, I agree with you completely, but you kind of feel like that was our only out ball when we were trying to sort of desperately yeah, trying to Fel- score Fellaini, a goal. Fellaini won, Schweinersteiger won, Rooney won, Martial, I think, one or two own goals from the other team too. But you, it isn't great. No, but you also have to remember, you're, you're, you're talking about, yeah, there was a lot of injuries, but a few weeks ago there wasn't that many and we were still playing very similar to how we're playing now. There mm. seems to be something going on on the pitch. It's, it's style, not isn't it? whether the players aren't getting this manager's philosophy. I hate that fucking word I've been saying it is that it's a process is it a philosophy I don't know but it's not working and they're not grasping yeah, but it, it. But, but this is where so hold on a minute because yeah. here's where I have to pick you up it is it is working we're, we're in a higher position than we were under Moyles we having l- drawn two games and lost a game so we drew against Leicester West Ham and we've lost now against Bournemouth right and knocked out we're, the Champions League by Wolves forget about that for a minute because we're mm. talking about Premiership we're at, we're at, we're at wouldn't you wouldn't you swap Chelsea would swap places with us tomorrow yeah, I, yes. I understand that I understand that but their, manage, to, their managers to, still in we're place. talking about a progress he's talking about a process where's the progress I mean yeah. the progress is that we're fourth yeah, in yeah, the premiership 
yeah, by Leicester will fall away. Will they fall away? Will they fall away? Argue with, argue me down. Liverpool have got right one point out of the last six. Tottenham just lost to Newcastle. Man City are hardly the most regular, and, and Arsenal have got more injuries yeah, than yeah. we have. T- I, t- t- I, I, I agree with what you're saying, and we. And I've also mentioned that the league is really topsy turvy, and no one's taking it by the balls. And you can see that at the moment. But if we continue this trajectory of this dull football, where there's no end product, and we kind of be scraping results against teams, then it's going to be it's going to be a risky time to yeah, you know, risky you know opposite. It's going to be risky, isn't it? To carry on playing like that and even get in the top four where we could have we could have been top on the weekend Rob, Robert hold on a yeah, hang on Rob, hang on Rob, we, we've put together a run over Christmas which we could very easily do because all of our injuries will be coming back we could put together a run through those games over Christmas build up some momentum we'll be top by middle of January he's not talking about that he's talking about the way that we're playing yeah. Robert does it matter yeah. to you the way we play it's not my priority presently I'd like us to get actually just get some results on the table because that will breed the confidence actually just to play to play better and with more flair up front I believe I think at the minute we're just so so nervous and hindered by the fact we've had a bad run of results so no I think I actually have to say if you're going to be pragmatic about it the priority is to iron out the wins if we have to at first or by whatever means and then worry about the flair and all the rest of it which would come which would come with time at the moment my priority is actually just not not getting beat I'm afraid well, well, that, well then you, your, your philosophy is the yeah. same as the manager's because that's the way he's setting out with two holding midfielders not to get beat tell me about oh. confidence Rob but how, how does confidence play out in a team I mean you know apart from me you're the only yeah. professional oh, around here in this podcast no confidence is is probably one of the, the biggest thing it's the biggest key to anything because everyone that's out there has got ability as soon as someone puts on that shirt for Man United their confidence should be sky high mm-hmm. you, you, you can see it with other players who for instance we had Teddy Sheringham we've had other players who have done well at other clubs they've come to us and they're a different player I think when you put that shirt on it's people demand those high expectations and that come from confidence is the demand well. still I mean I remember that that, that force on the Solskjaer uh, the Cole the York and the Sheringham yeah. we're nowhere near that again no. are we well, no, absolutely not even, even from one the beginning of, of this podcast obviously we've lost to Bournemouth the weekend and we're just accepting it it's laughable it's laughable like yeah Bournemouth are a breath of fresh air but Man United. They're still going to go down. What was interesting, what you said, Dave, earlier, was yeah. that um, when we lost that first goal, yeah. it, we suddenly played better. Exactly, yeah. Um, but that team had come with that... They were out for that early goal. Mm. Did you not notice that they just they wanted an early goal? That was their plan. Yeah, yeah and, they, tact- and they got that. And it was, yeah, it was their tactics was to get, uh, get in front, really, because, mm. you know, we, are, we just tend to... And sometimes we just tend to sit back and wait mm. for something to happen. I don't know if that's a tactic. I think that's a great, a great call you had there. Where, you know, against Leicester, we went and go behind. We have, Robert, have you, I don't know if you've got the stats in front of you, but we've gone behind a lot this S- season. Seven times, yeah. And, and I, I just think that, you know, the teams are coming. They're on it. They know how they want to play. And while we're playing sidewards and figuring it all out, mm. they, they're going for goal. Well, from a tactic point of view, if you play Man United now and you score first, you just sit behind the ball because yeah. they're just going to keep the ball in their own half. Mm. You've got, like I say, you go in sidewards, if you get 11 men behind the ball, they're not going to break it down. Because I think the way that Van Hal works it is similar to chess. He'll move it sideways, sideways, it's slow, but then they'll wait for the opening. 
obviously because the concentration levels at that level within a split second someone can score a goal so he kind of if you're making he's the run for ma- one chance who's yeah. making one the run chance in that game yeah, yeah but who's making the run that's the point that's, the, that's point, the issue is that the, the midfield and the forwards are too far away yeah. from each other mm. there's no one making a yeah. run it Martial shouldn't be playing with his back to goal yeah. he should be running getting on, I the, think, on the yeah. last man so the, the issue we've got there like you say we've got two midfielders who are centre midfielders who are comfortable with the ball they're not an advanced midfielder but then you see with Martial he's chasing everywhere he's chasing down the side of the box if it was me you look at the Van Nistelrooy's of the world he worked in between the 18 yard box and that's where he got his goals that's but, where Martial needs to be but we, we were be. so impressed Robert weren't we that, that, that's what the young Rooney used to be he was left back right back midfielder he was doing everything and they applaud that at the Theatre of Dreams don't they they certainly did well and the Rooney of course I mean, you could argue he suffered rather than being moved around the park so much during the earlier part of his career but yeah we did do that and actually all the flack that Rooney was you know, possibly deservedly getting when he was playing as an out and out striker not particularly well for that long ago I think again that was very much Dan he was following orders Van Hal had said to him I don't care if you touch the ball 12 times in a match, I'd just rather you be on the, on the end of saying that nicks us a goal. And that's not wasn't the Wayne Rooney that we knew. We knew the rampaging mm. Wayne Rooney was everywhere. And everyone was sort of saying, oh, he doesn't care anymore. He's not trying. I think that's just a nonsense. It was just simply because he was he was playing the role assigned to him as an out-and-out number nine. And Van Hal likes like someone play he, he's not obsessed with sort of a, 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 a setting out-and-out centre forward getting loads of touches through a match. He doesn't see that as the role. Is is Van Hall the manager for the future, Robert? Right. That, well, I, I'll only say that he, he, I think he should be the manager for the rest of this season. I don't see any point in tearing it up and panicking and throwing in somebody else or having gigs back as caretaker manager. I actually don't think it would be any. We, we come I top we four to next year. We does Van Hall remain? If we finish in the top four, I don't see any. I myself think we should continue with it. I don't want to, because we're going to go down the same road as the likes of Chelsea, as the likes of Liverpool, where we're just going to have a hissy fit every time we don't get it. We're not top of the tree. Tear it all up and start it again. I'm just not convinced that's the process. I, okay. My own gut feeling is you need to be a bit brave and say, yes, this is crap at the minute. It's unsatisfactory. But let's give the guy his head. He's not an idiot. As frustrating as it is, let's go for it for a while. Okay. If he fails, he fails and right. he goes. Well, well, let's go for extremes then. Dave, you're up next. Well, Van Hal was 14 to 1 to be the next manager to get the chop now he's 10 to 11 to be the next manager to get the chop now that's some serious uh, slashing you, of for odds some, for somebody who said you don't like numbers you've quoted loads only when they only when they support your yeah, argument exactly but um, I kind of agree uh, if we got rid of Van Hal say over the Christmas period who is there to come in I don't think I would trust Ryan Giggs, Giggs with the mm. reins of that club what there's Ancelotti what to the end of the season what Guardiola possibly I think they've done had tentative talks with him but I think he's further down the line with Manchester City but there's not that many managers out there so you'd have to make a decision I think if it carries on like this and even if we scraped into the top four that's like the bare minimum that's not an improvement he's already he already said United can't win the Champions League we knew that and then they went out it's like the players had an excuse now it's we can't win the league 
but you know we've got to go for the league and the FA Cup he's already dismissed the Europa the Europa League he hasn't even mentioned it so it's, it's very difficult I kind of I, I'm not kind of romantic and say oh if we're Manchester United we should have a manager for 10-15 years it's 2015 no yeah. club in the world has managers right. apart right. from the professor two. that has at last this long they usually last two or three years two Chelsea extremes. have been no. had, had lots of um, results and, and champion and, and medals and trophies and everybody they're hates constantly them. changing their and managers and everybody hates them oh everyone hates managers but hang on wasn't that why we were so good for so long because we gave Ferguson the chance to build a team oh and by the way United were pretty dull under Ferguson in the last couple of years as well you yeah they were that. absolutely absolutely <laughs> okay <laughs> we're a bit dull <laughs> sorry I remember double g- digit winning of the uh, premiership that's good enough for me I'll take <laughs> I'll take that any day as dull what as what did I would. say but you criticised me you were saying win boring just before no, no I was accepting what you it works <laughs> 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 okay so y- y- I'm sure you're, we you're, won the Champions League one of those years yeah, we weren't dull then, we had Ronaldo. You, oh. You're the man who knows, and we made the final another year as well. Tell us, Rob, I think you're happy with this man? I am. For stability, I think the way that he's got his playing, not necessarily, he's got his solid, so he's stopped the, the, the ship from sinking, should I say. But now he needs to build on that. So for me personally... And can you see that? I think personally... We need service up top. So we'd have to buy somebody because that yeah. person isn't there. Well, so you're sending them out I think to the shops. Me- for me, Memphis isn't doing anything, personally. I don't think we've got any service for Martial. I think Martial, over time, will become yep. an all-time great. But I think he needs the service. He can't be getting the service from Schweinsteiger, from Schneidlin, from Carrick, from so far deep. Because you're asking too, too much of him. So yeah, Van Hal Rob's got one year left on his contract after this one. Yeah. So would you? you there was rumours that they were looking at extending that. Would you mm. be happy with that, or would you just want him to fulfil this three years and then look at it then, or maybe change it? I then? think because we, we could be in the same predicament then, because you get someone else in, they've got their own philosophy. Starting I know you understand it. Yeah, it's starting again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way that he's got us playing from from last year, when obviously we did concede a lot of goals, he stopped that. But obviously. <laughs> We'd like him. He's got, he's got yeah, a totally like, different. Team. Yeah, he'd like us to score goals yeah. as well. But don't worry about upsetting him with philosophy. Try transitioning. Oh, he hates. He hates, hates that word too. even more. Uh, well, sadly, we come to the end of our bandwidth. Uh, where are we going to come before the by the end of the season? Where are we going to be, Mark? We're going to win it. We're going to win the Premiership. There you go. It's the fairy dust, isn't it? Uh, and Dave, <laughs> fourth if we're lucky. Uh, uh, and Rob, top three. And Robert. I'll be crazy optimistic and say third, which I did say at the start. That's crazy optimistic. Eh? <laughs> see, yeah. see, see how the world has changed. It, it, you know, those are the days. I, 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 I've lived my life over the last eighteen months, knowing what it's like to be a football supporter. I never knew I'd been living. What about some you then? Sort of crazy. Top three, definitely. Because I can't see Liverpool sustaining it. it um, Chelsea won't come back. Tottenham will revert to type. You meant Leicester. No, I, I, I mean Tottenham will revert to type. No, you meant Leicester sustaining it. Le- Leicester won't sustain it. No. People Liverpool won't out, come up. You you think they will? No, I think people will work Leicester out. I think yeah. Vardy's run out. 
So that's one team, I think. Yeah, but the, the thing that works these teams out is not actually that people work out how they play. I remember Swansea playing really, really well at the year that the boy came in and scored all those goals. Mm. I think the squad, because you, you know, you, you, Chelsea did it last year with about 15 players, but I think, I think that's why they're suffering, personally, why yeah. they're suffering this year. I think you need a squad of 18 players. Uh, they clearly don't have that, not with the quality yeah. to keep them up there. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Man City, Arsenal, Manchester United. There you go. Uh, I've said it, we've all said it. Uh, we'll put it in Mark's oh, wallet. Eddie, and Eddie, Arsenal aren't going to beat us. Stop that now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, listen, uh, Robert, thank you very much, sir. Let the good times roll. Yeah, accountant, thank you very much. I've really enjoyed it. Mark, thanks so much. And, and, and to you especially, so we appreciate you. you coming down. Uh, f- Robert, you'll like this because Rob likes me. Fit looking boy, black shirt, hair back, and a little bit of a beard, Rob. Uh, when you paint those pictures that you like to paint. Has he still got his tash, Rob? Has Bobby still got the tash, or has it fallen off now? Has it blown off? It's not his. It's not his, it's hers. Oh, God. Listen, until next week, it's left. From us to say, come on, you Reds. United. United. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.